Hello and welcome to Centerpoint, the podcast for the Center for Educator Recruitment, Retention, and Advancement, or CERA. I'm your host, Todd Scholl, and this is the December 2018 episode. Today we're going to be speaking with Mandy Manning. Mandy is the 2018 National Teacher of the Year, and she delivered a keynote at our recent South Carolina Teacher Forum conference. That conference is designed to give our District Teachers of the Year here in South Carolina an opportunity to network and grow as teacher leaders. And uh, Mandy was there and gave a wonderful keynote. So without further ado, here's my interview with Mandy Manning. I am here with Mandy Manning. Mandy is the 2018 National Teacher of the Year. She's from Washington State. Um, I want to welcome you to South Carolina. I want to start off, um, Sarah, we work to recruit teachers. And one of the things we ask you know, teacher leaders like you is how, how did you get into the profession? Well, it actually, it's funny to say this because it sounds so cliche, but it really, for me, it was a calling because it's what kept happening to me. I didn't seek it out. I just kept getting put into these instructor positions. So I started, um, I had finished my degree in filmmaking and I didn't know that I, I didn't, I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. And so this it just happened to open up to me to be a paraeducator in a classroom, in a specially uh, designed instruction classroom for special education students. And, and it was in that moment when I was there with students and I saw the impact that excellent educators can have on the future of kids, particularly our most vulnerable. That was my first, ooh, maybe I should be a, an educator. Um, and then I was a Peace Corps volunteer, and that was another experience that really opened me up to different ways of thinking, being, and doing. And I just thought, you know, being a teacher has such a huge impact on our future, and we need educators who are open to all kinds of kids no matter their background or their experience. And um, I, I love that. And so I, you know, this is what I ended up doing from then on. Now you you talked to um, the, the folks who are here today, our district teachers of the year from around the state, um, about what you do working with refugees, working with a really diverse group of, of students. You've got this larger context of, refugee uh, issues, not just in the United States, but really around the globe. Talk about how sort of the political landscape, I know it's, it might be difficult to talk about politics and get real specific with it, but how the political landscape impacts your work with these students. Well, it's really important because what has happened in the last a couple of years, is that the, the waters have really been muddied. So people, just the everyday average people, don't really understand documented versus undocumented. And it's sort of been convoluted to suggest that all people who are here who were not born here have come here undocumented, or they like to say illegally, which I don't like to use that term because it is not tr a true term. Uh, so, but, but the reality of it is, is that almost every person that comes to the United States comes as a documented person, whether they come on a student visa or a visitor's visa or a work visa or they're asylum seekers because seeking asylum is something that we are allowed to do. Um, all of those things are, are, are proper ways to come into our nation. The ways, usually the way someone becomes undocumented is they stay beyond their visa. 
Um, and then, so what has happened, because this, this, all of these waters have been muddied, what we're seeing is a decrease in opportunities for people to come here document it, um, and particularly our refugee communities. And as I said before in my speech, that 68 million people worldwide are refugees, which means they have fled political or religious or um, violence, persecution, um, genocide in some cases, ethnic cleansing, horrible situations, and they fled that. And most of those 68 million people are still seeking a place to live. Like, plain and simple, a place to have a life. And we continue in the United States to decrease the number that we're allowing into our nation and decrease and decrease and decrease um, to the lowest number that we've ever had um, to, you know, in, in the history of the refugee, um, of having refugees come into our nation. And so that, that's been the hardest thing, is that people don't understand the actual process for coming over to the United States and being a refugee or seeking asylum or coming over on whatever visa people have determined to come here on. And so there's so much backlash against immigrants that my kids and their families are fearful. And that's changed my job a little bit because I, now I have to be even more intentional in showing them that, no, that's a small percentage of our nation that doesn't want you know, we all want you here. We love you. We're so excited. And you make the United States better. Mandy, clearly you've found your voice. And um, a lot of people who aren't in education don't really understand the lengthy process I'm sure that you had to go through to become the National Teacher of the Year. And through that process, finding your voice, we've got district teachers of the year who are at this conference that we're encouraging them to help them find their voice. What would be some advice you would give to a teacher that all of a sudden finds themselves in that leadership role now and their voice is amplified because they're, they're in this larger context? What, mm -hmm. What's some advice you would get, having been through that journey about as far as a teacher can go, what, what, what would you, be your advice to those teachers? I would say be fearless because you've been given this privilege and this opportunity and no one's going to take it away from you. And as long as you put students at the center of every one of your messages, because we do that anyway in our classrooms, um, and that's where our passion comes from and that's where our message comes from. As long as students are at the center, be fearless, use your voice and empower others to use their voices. Um, find out exactly what you wanna say and say it. Um, I want to just thank, on behalf of everybody here, thank you for coming all the way from the other part of the, the country to uh, be part of the, our conference and speaking with us. Are there any other final messages you'd like to share with the teachers of South Carolina? Well, you've been given a great responsibility. Take it seriously. And remember, we're doing all of this to make our systems systems of equity to truly, truly meet the needs of every single student. And now with this role, all of us have an opportunity to really make a difference and impact that and ensure that our kids know that they matter, that they're enough, and that they belong. Well, from one Star Wars fan to another, I just want to say may the force be with you. And again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Mandy. 
you'd like to learn more about Sarah's programs and services, head on over to our website at sarah.org. That's C-E-R-R-A.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Twitter at Sarah SC. And if you'd like to learn more about the nation's model for pre-collegiate teacher recruitment, head on over to teachercadets.com, and you can connect with that program at Teacher Cadets on Facebook and Twitter. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. We wish you and your families a very happy holiday season, and we will see you in 2019. Thanks for listening.